0: All right, the original recording is done. If you have time for bonus, we can talk bonus. Yeah, dude, that was actually really good. I'm trying to think what I'll title this one from the USPHL to the NHL. Stefan. Yeah,
1: that'd be good. That'd be good. I I was trying to think there at the end. um, How do I like sign off? Like, what what do I say? And I was just kind of like, we'll see you later. (laughs) I kind of yeah.
0: (laughs) When you're new, it's always like it's yeah, Stefan. Like um, not Stefan. We had Steve first. Uh, Steve just, I mean, he just had it. He had exactly what he wanted to say with this stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that- it, you know, it, it's, it's become, it's become pretty cool to kind of advance on with the podcast and, and get listeners in and now getting the, the, the interactions getting heavier and heavier. And we do have a couple things in the mix right now with different organizations um possible partnerships uh, that have reached out but it, it's if it's right because the one thing i'm going to stand by and i've, I've stuck with with the podcast is i'm not being stapled down to anybody's restrictions um you know we want to keep it genuine we want to keep it real if we do get big sponsorships in for some reason too i'm not going to have a whole thing where i go on this long speech about it yeah. uh, it's you know uh like not sponsored by hockey tv but just them giving me written permission is a sponsorship <laughs> in a way because it's avoiding me spending more money um on like clip downloads uh so i'm like i always try to make sure that if i get a chance to drop them in an episode i just quickly mention them but it's not an advertisement form it's because i use their product basically i live and die by their product so it's it's going to come up in my conversations
1: yeah no there's uh There's a few different things that, uh, you know, that I think a lot of people probably appreciate with you guys, and one is being that it isn't like, uh, how do I say this, Uh, like kind of run down with like ad sponsors, stuff like that. Now, those things in the long run would help you, especially like when you start getting the financial backing, like it actually allows you to do more in some cases, like you could get either better equipment for editing, you can get like whatever it is, like it becomes a lot easier in the long run. But then all of a sudden people are like, oh, I just – you know, you get your your crowd that's very authentic. Oh, I like this when there was no ads or, you know, like
0: – You kind of got to find the golden – that golden window. Yeah. And like 43 minutes is the golden window from the, the research that I've done. If the younger generation, you're going to keep them for about 20 minutes, 30 max. The older generation, you're going to keep them for about – 30 minutes but like 45 minutes to 50 minutes max people don't want to invest and i don't i mean i like a lot of cool podcasts out there but if i see that somebody's dropped a podcast episode and it's an hour and 27 minutes long i'm like nah
1: (laughs) yeah it's just tough like you basically have to count out or uh set aside like two days to listen to something so i don't know like as much as it is like fun like if there's a certain guest like that's on like one of these like podcasts or whatever it is, like a certain subject and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to this whole thing. But yeah, there's a lot of times I'm like, I can't, like, this is a lot. Like yeah. for, an, for a normal working person, like this is a lot.
0: Yeah. You need, you need those 20 to 30 minute hits. And so that's why our podcasts tend to float really around the 25 to 45 minute mark. Um, it's cute. Yeah, and it's important because a for me, I I have to sit there and edit it, um, and uh, if for every minute I record, I spend three minutes editing. Yep. So it's <laughs> you know, it's a- yeah, an hour yeah an hour long episode became a three hour ordeal for me, and I'm like, oh, this is too much.
1: Oh yeah. Um, well, so the second
0: have- I hit, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the second I I see thirty minutes on my recording. I like I try to find a natural wrapping point because sometimes I know we're like 80 percent into the conversation. So I'm like, I will be able to wrap in the next five minutes, 10 minutes. Um, But like that 30 minute window of hitting recording, I'm like, if I can kill it now, I'll kill it. And I get, you know, 23 minute episodes out of that or 24 and a half minute episodes out of that because I'll cut out a bunch of just little stuff or sometimes some of my anecdotes aren't as interesting as I thought they were when I said them, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no I get it. No, but I get the editing side too, because you know what's funny? And and this isn't has nothing to do with editing audio, but uh one of my uh best friends was telling me about when he was at the doctor, the doctor said every pound you lose, right, in your weight equals four pounds of pressure off your knees. Wow. So if you lost ten pounds, there's forty pounds of pressure off your knees. And I think I heard that yesterday. And it it's like editing audio, like when you have have a lot of content you got to filter through it takes way more time to go through it than most would think because really if there's a small little thing you got to take stuff out of the background like a lot which is funny because these are a lot of things i'm learning um you know it takes a lot to edit audio and and edit it well too
0: yeah well and not only that but it's like so, like, I well, through all this, I ended up, like, becoming the, the podcast production manager for, like, NutraZone, right? Um, yeah. And their podcast, we've had seven so far. Uh, we haven't dropped one since February. But they're really, really, really interesting. Like, every single time I get one of theirs, I'm like, okay, I'm excited. Because I'm excited to hear the conversation. Um, but editing them, because they end up being really long, editing them gets to a point where I've had a like it takes, it might be an hour and 37 minute recording, but I look at that and I'm like, it's a little bit longer because I know my own cues for my podcast. Yep. And I know what areas when I hear something, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to cut, go ahead a couple minutes in this. Cause I'm going to cut it all out with theirs. The whole conversation will go on for a few minutes. And it's like, like on mine, I already know it's going to happen with theirs. I don't right. so like, but I'll sit there and I will edit that five minute segment for 15 to 20 minutes and then just find out I had to delete the whole thing. And I'm like, OK, I need to I, I got to take a break because now I'm just like, uh, I just lost 20, 25 minutes editing that section. And uh it's OK. I, I, OK, I'll cut it out. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, so.
1: Is that when you have to listen for certain cues and things like, like if you're not listening as it's happening, you're like, God, I gotta sit here through this whole thing, and it's, it's not like, not to make it sound bad, but when you're constantly doing that and working instead of just knowing, okay, I think I remember where this was, it's like, man, I have no idea, like, and you can miss it. Yep. Like if you miss the cue and then six minutes go by and then you listen for another thirty minutes, you're like. Dude, where is this? And then you're like, oh my god, I missed a thirty. Like that's a lot of time that then gets yeah. added on more editing. Like it's wild.
0: It is because it's not only the first listen through and the first edit. Then you have to then I re-listen to the whole podcast to make sure that the flow is correct, yeah. um, and to make timestamps and stuff like that for for, the, for the stuff. And yeah, I mean, but like I said, they're, all their guests so far have been super super interesting and. It was great because originally we had Marlon Muellard on, who's the uh, the the director for the Canadian scouting for Nutrizone, Um, or scouting for Canada. Um, and, you know, he's such an interesting guest. And when they reached out, of course, me and, me and Sebastian do our research, right? We looked into it and I'm like, OK, this seems pretty legit because sometimes we get concerned, like we see some uh, some entities that have reached out and it's like, I feel like you're just raking kids over for their money. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want, to, I don't want to have you on the podcast. Um, with NutriZone, we did our research. We're we're both very comfortable with it. And then when we brought him on, it was just everything we expected it to be. And I'm like, so then the question became with Marlon. So how do you guys make money? And then he explained how NutriZone makes money. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. You know, the it's the teams that want the access to the information on what the scouts discover. Yeah. that pay for it so they they won't and don't accept money from any parents like oh try to get my you know my kid up on the list and they're like no they, they have the unbiased reporting because they're like the second we lose that we're not the product uh, yep. that's needed um
1: Becoming and they biased. cover
0: the women's games too and that's awesome because these girls can have a chance at scholarships and everything and they scout bo- all of hockey all of it's scouted and all reported on and it's all unbiased and yeah, that's why it was super easy for us to have them on. And then um I just like the way they did business. And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally on board with uh, you know, uh, working with them on their podcast and stuff because I think what they produce is critical for the hockey world and I wish uh I don't know if there's um but yeah, it was great working with NeutroZone because I just liked the way they did stuff.
1: No, uh, it's 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 like I said, going back to like the foundation when people have a certain approach to hockey into the sport and to I mean not even just hockey like just maybe the life like when you do things the right way it's easy to kind of see and maybe sometimes like it doesn't take off the way you want it even though you have the right intentions um being strategic having an objective having these goals like you have to have both sides to that right very analytical as well as the creativeness and uh you know when you're able to kind of blend those two together which more often than not you don't see just from one person you see from maybe multiple or a couple. um, And part of that is to, you know, uh, iron sharpens iron, you know, like it's popular. So when you have a lot of that stuff together, it's a little bit, I think easier to find uh, kind of like the direction you want to go like as a business. So being able to kind of have that kind of unbiased nature in building a platform that showcases, Hey, you have this player, this player, this player, this team, that league, whatever it is. Um, and people are able to kind of look into that and dive into it does a lot of good, especially for the female side, because, oh, yeah, whatever you think of the men's side that doesn't get recognition, multiply that times 10. And that's where the the females are. The women are in, in hockey and in sports like and it's unfortunate. But uh, when you get people who will collectively buy into that and not only buy into it, but be leaders in it, you'll you'll see the balance start to kind of come together.
0: Yeah, and you see that with like uh the ice garden. Um, is it Mike Murphy? Is Mike Murphy the Ice Garden? Because um, he, he has uh he covers a lot of the women's sports uh not women's sports, women's hockey. Um for like the PHF and and I think he's he has his own site now for producing women's hockey statistics uh and all that and so um, I'm looking it up here. I'm pretty sure it's Mike Murphy, but for whatever reason i is it mice guard Mike Murphy. Cause I'm gonna be weird if I, if I actually got his right because I know it's like his his Twitter handle is like D deep something. Uh, you know, I'll just go to Twitter. That'll help me find it. <laughs> I'm like trying to Google it when I know where I can get the information and that's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I think it's big. Okay, D D Mike, yeah, but yeah, I mean to have that platform and try to get the like it's great that they're they're getting these contracts now. Um, like the PHF is now really like stepping up what the what the athletes are going to get paid. Uh, which means it looks like they'll actually start giving a a living wage, um, yeah. soon and that's what the it needs attention. It needs, it's a, it's great hockey. Um, it just doesn't get the attention it deserves. And, you know, having it on Twitch for a while, I'd watch it on Twitch. Um, and now, like I said, they have it on ESPN plus, uh, which I wasn't able to watch any of that this year. Cause I'm over here and I don't watch anything really live. Um, I watched those Ogden Mustangs games on Sunday nights and that was about it. Um, but yeah, any other live hockey, I'm not really getting it. And, just to have that platform, have that support. Um, from what I heard, the NHL was trying to encourage the PHF and the PWHPA to kind of unite. Um, and, you know, I don't know what that means if the NHL is pushing it because the NHL really wasn't pushing anything before. So not 100% sure where that's going. But it, it's, a, in my opinion, it's a good sign that they're trying to do something there and, and get – women's hockey to grow even bigger because I think they introduce Montreal to the league next year uh so that'll be I think the seventh team seventh or eighth team yeah the seventh team because the Toronto six because they're the sixth team um I think Montreal will be the seventh team into the PHF and if they can mend sides between the PWHPA and the PHF um you're gonna get a lot of awesome hockey uh, coming out of the, the whatever the Premier Hockey Federation turns into if it doesn't keep its name.
1: You know, it'd be awesome. Like, say even the leagues didn't merge, which would be, I think, important for the sport. Um, You don't want to yeah. dilute anything, but um, you look at, like, the NHL. You know, the NHL, I think, what is, they acquired, a, was it WHA? Yep. You know, and then guess who they got? Considered the greatest player of all time in that. So uh, not Mario Lemieux. Sorry, Mario. It's usually Wayne who wins that battle. But uh, <laughs> you know, like for, for the female sport, like, we could be seeing them in that setting, you know, or that yeah. time of their league history. And, you know, we just had in Anaheim, we had Kayla Barnes, who played for Team USA in 2018 and 2022. And she played uh, in the Lady Ducks program, which is basically like Junior Ducks, but for uh, for, for the females, for women. And yeah. um, seeing her get to what's probably considered the highest point in female hockey or women's hockey, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, even from Southern California, you can end up going all the way to uh, the the Olympics. And I think they were in Korea in 2018. They were in China here in twenty twenty two. She's a two time medalist. She won a gold medal. Like, you know, that's what you want the sport to be. It's not just uh just for men. You know, it's not just uh I almost thought of uh what's that, Nivea, just for men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it's not. It's something that should be inclusive to both sides and you know, just wait until the day when you see, you know, um the first, you know, uh female coach behind the bench in the NHL. Like it's gonna happen. Yep. So, you know, and it's one of those things, it's not just, oh, just embrace it. No, like lean into it, make this part of the sport. You want to make the sport bigger? This is one of those ways that you do it. And you don't do it to save face. You do it for the kind of the pureness in it, Um, you know, and and I think that's, it's always kind of been where I've come from with it. And I have no idea those conversations and what they look like, but I just think of like this time and age um, or this day and age when we're going through things that, it It is just a matter of time before it happens.
0: Yeah, and, and it's important for it to happen because, like, we I did the Fantasy League for the PHF this year. I, uh, by the way, PHH Podcast finished third overall, so mm-hmm. I was only behind two other teams. Um, I had a great roster. I basically drafted uh, any player I had in last year's PHF or at that point NWHL. Uh, fantasy league i drafted this year and if a player wasn't available anymore because they left the league or whatever i drafted a new rookie um so my strategy destroyed uh, sebastian's strategy sebastian's strategy sucked mine's way better um but i you know finished third overall and like you said the with the with the leagues merging when the nhl and and wha was it the wha right the West. the, the yeah i'm yeah. pretty positive it was right and, and they got gretzky in that whole deal Um, you know, like last year I drafted, uh, I think she was picked first overall, uh, in 2021, Sammy Davis. She was like the, the captain for Boston college, you know, if anyone's ever heard of that hockey school, um, you know, she's the captain for Boston college, skilled, sick player, you know, had a pretty decent rookie campaign. Um, but man, was she good this year too? I mean, I, I think she's just a super talented player and. You know, as she continues to develop in the sport, I think she could become one of the greatest um, uh, probably scores in 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 hockey right there. So, you know, if these leagues merge, she's already in the PHF. Um, but you have a lot of really talented players in the in the PWHPA as well that I'd love to see back in the PHF or in the PHF at all. And. Yeah, I think right now, like you said, it's, I don't feel like right now is the time to dilute it, but I'm not involved in the conversations between the organizations. Uh, it's all conjecture for us, but um, it would be great to see the best athletes competing in um, the same league. Um yeah, cuz I know there's like the the Swedish uh league has uh female hockey, the Russian league has female hockey, the Hockey Naya Liga. Uh I think the Swedish one is like the SDHL or something. Um and again, if we can start getting really good contracts in women's hockey, um you're going to start attracting even more of these other players coming over and competing in this league and that's how you grow the sport. I think there was that article, Why Women's Hockey Didn't Deserve to Be in the Olympics. Uh, it was an opinion piece, I think, uh, from one of the writers there, basically stating that the sport it really just needed to grow before it should be considered an Olympic sport. And I couldn't have disagreed more. Um, I think having it as an Olympic sport, A, I want to see the best women in the world competing at the Olympics in hockey. Um, but I also want to... I think you can hear the people yelling on the street. I live in a very active street, um, but I think having it in the Olympics is what allows it to grow and it gets seen by uh, people all over the world. And these young girls can now aspire to be the one playing in the Olympics. Um, I mean, just look at look at the teams competing in 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 men's hockey years ago. Uh, you basically had the Soviet Union, Canada the us could steal a couple um but look at look at who's competing for medals now you know germany got a silver medal um this year at the olympics uh who was it finland won the gold didn't they
1: uh this past olympics yeah for women's i'm pretty sure it was
0: canada oh yeah i meant i meant men's i think um
1: sorry 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 uh let me see 2022 wasn't it Finland? You might be right here. You know what's funny? I feel ashamed. I don't even know that. It was so hard to keep up with it just because we were so yeah. busy
0: in season. Same here. <laughs> I didn't get to watch any of the Olympics. Like I wanted to. Yeah, the uh,
1: it was Finland, then Russian Olympic Committee. Or Russian yeah. athletes of, uh or no, what do they call them?
0: The Olympic, com- yeah, the Russian Olympic Committee, I think.
1: Yeah, ROC, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Slovakia got bronze.
0: Yeah, Slovakia. Slovakia got a bronze. Finland got gold. Germany got silver last time. It, it's important. Like the Czech Republic, I mean, they got the gold in nineteen ninety eight. If I'm not incorrect, with I mean, they had Hasek and Jager, and what a what a team. Uh, but you you would have seen that years ago. Um, you know, being an Olympic sport allowed it to grow and allowed the attention on it, and that's what women's hockey is right now in the Olympics. Is watch it grow watch it get bigger watch these non-traditional countries start to compete and start to win medals and and that's what's great and I'm you know I'm really excited for um, watching Sava uh, compete in the u18s there in Asiago um, because uh, you know be competing for team Ukraine and uh, it'll just be great to see him in there with everything that's happening over there um, it, it's 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 really motivational to see Team Ukraine not only compete, um, but Sava is going to be in net. And, uh, you know, good luck to the teams facing him.
1: <laughs> yeah, gosh, dude. It's, it's always fun to see that, right? Like we've had a few players in Ogden who ended up playing internationally and uh, seeing them being able to represent their country at that level. And seeing them play for a whole season or a year or two seasons, however long it was. And then knowing how good they are and then getting that opportunity, yeah, it's awesome. So like good luck to Sava. Um absolutely love the guy. Hope uh that uh you know he sees a lot of time in net and he's able to uh find himself at the uh, top of a podium.
0: Yeah, I th- I think I think hopefully hopefully they will there. Um like I said, I think it's uh it's going to be awesome to watch because I think I mean for your listeners it's already started uh but for us it's still a couple days away. I think they play their first game on the 25th of April. Um and uh yeah, um it's exciting to watch to see where these kids go. And if you can hear the screaming, I don't know if you can. Um I can hear it through my headphones. Uh it's a it's a busy night in Copenhagen. First of all, we live on a very we live on the pop, most popular street unfortunately for us in Copenhagen um and it just means we get a lot of partiers that walk by up until 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning and our neighbors like party until 5 15 so that's fun but there's some big thing happening at copenhagen that me and her don't understand but there's people riding bikes and drinking which is basically typical copenhagen but it's more focused today um it's a big celebration people are dressed up weird and weird stuff Um, I should probably Hey if any Danish listeners out there Let me know what's happening today 23 April It's a Saturday Um, A lot's happening People are drinking and riding In big groups Playing music In costumes Um, Just another thing I get to learn about Danish culture But that's what anyone's listening Is hearing in the background Because it's too hot to sit in this loft uh, Without a window open
1: (laughs) You (laughs) Gotta, Gotta do what you gotta do
0: yeah that that you do um but i know you probably got to go Stefan. um i should probably go see if my wife's alive downstairs because i'm if she hasn't fed herself that's going to be my responsibility <laughs>
1: so. uh, now no, it's uh, like i said always a pleasure uh you know hopefully we have more of these talks pretty soon here and you know we keep going through some of these lists i already have an idea i think maybe well, it would just be a a little cold pitch here on on the podcast but maybe Let's we go it. uh I'm thinking 2003 NHL draft. The okay. Think about it. We may not go through it, but is there a better draft ever than 2003?
0: Hmm. That would be a good one.
1: I just think you look at all the names on there. you got a few guys still in the league um, from that draft, but uh, I think it'd be pretty tough to top that one.
0: All right. That's one we can dive back into a 2003 NHL draft. Yeah. Shoot me all the ideas because this is definitely the stuff that, uh, like I said, once some of these playoff things start to wrap up, um, even then we can do special edition episodes where we just drop the stuff anyways. Those are always fun. Um, yep. We love going through these lists and, uh, you know geeking out over the stuff shoot i can i can drop jersey lists all day long too and those always <laughs> seem to be really popular but i think generally my co-hosts hate them <laughs> so,
1: like, so i'll spend hours jersey podcast <laughs> yeah
0: also, i'll spend hours prepping slides for them and everything and I'll, I'll just i'll spend days prepping everything and being like all right let's drop a jersey episode they're like another one i'm like i like them and so do the fans so <laughs> there's certain fans that probably don't but I don't, you know, they don't have to listen to that episode. No,
1: that's the beauty of it. You can, you can, hit skip, you can get the next one.
0: Yeah, uh, another Jersey episode. I'll wait till the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, thanks for jumping on, Stefan. Really, good luck in the new job. Um, and then uh, I'll reach out. Uh, yeah, we, I think, as we do episodes, that's what's great about having so many co-hosts. Um the more co-hosts we have, the more availability is to get a, a recording in when um other co hosts aren't available. So and yeah, you have ideas or you want to jump on one specific, um like I said, I'll give you access to our little shared document and uh you'll be able to see the insanity that is in my head when it comes to the podcast.
1: no oh, I'm all for it for sure. I think that'd be awesome. And I think uh a- any way to keep kind of just like I said, talking about hockey, um, uh, I'm always all for it and like you, I uh, got this little madness, uh, as far as ideas go, There's, uh, what do what they call control chaos? You know, that's yes, uh, yeah. a lot of what, what happens. You think of an idea, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Yep. And then you're like, maybe I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. But you know, like I said, you kind of share that with other people and it actually might take off. So I'm, I'm all for it.
0: No, I'm in, I'm totally in. So, uh, yeah, I'll hit you up on these things. And like I said, any idea, even if it's Mascot March Madness, I mean, that became a thing. So um, whatever ideas you come up with that are hockey related, uh, pitch them. I'm out, I, you know, we we hopefully we're doing this for years. So some ideas just sit there and, and simmer, you know,
1: yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm all good for it. Count me in.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right, man, you have a good day Um, and I'm going to go downstairs and see how my wife's doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Well, like I said, give her her best and I uh, appreciate everything you do, Chris.
0: Will do. You too, Stefan. Have okay. a good one.
1: Take care, man. See ya. All
0: right, you too. Bye.